What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Revived, episode number 14. I am your host, as always, Shane Craig, and joining me is the lovely Jesse Craig. Hello. We're a little bit late getting this episode out, scheduling issues and so forth, but we're going to get this one out tonight, which is Sunday, then the audio version will be out normal on that following morning. Before we go ahead and get in too far, um, I just want to remind you guys, you can rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's on YouTube, hit that like button. If it's on iTunes, go leave us a rating, a review, whatever. Always a great thing to do there to help boost us forward. I think we've got a pretty good selection of topics here to fill out the show. But before we get going too far, let's take a brief moment and let's talk about what we've been up to here lately. I know you've been watching a show that you're very excited to be watching. So do you want to take a minute and 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 kind of it, it's the spooky time of year, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to take a brief moment here and talk about what you've been watching. Yeah. Um so I am watching currently uh The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is the second season. Well, I don't really know how to phrase this, but it's from the creator Mike Flanagan who created uh the haunting of hill house which is wildly popular on netflix and beloved by many and it's an adaptation of the turning of the screw by Ooh, i don't know i don't remember what the his tur- name is I think. the turning of the screw uh turn of the screw the turn of the screw Something henry henry james. james henry james thank you <sighs> That took it out of me, (laughs) Um, which I have never read that book, but The Haunting of Hill House was based off of The Haunting of Hill House, I think, by Shirley Jackson, and that is also a beloved classic horror novel, so, and it's just, it's everything I love. There are hidden ghosts in the show that you can find in, like, pretty much every scene, which I love. It's the hidden ghosts, I think, that really get you. I love them. You know, them. it's it's the ones that are just out in the open that it's like, well, what's the harm there? Those are part of the story. I don't care about them. I only care about the uh, hidden ones. So it's a it's a it's a it's a show about a haunting in this big house. So there's it's haunted. There's ghosts there. It seems to be haunted. Yeah. So. Do these ghosts think, hurt people, or are they just like? That's always my question in these yeah. movies because there, there, there are ghost movies where the ghosts are, are in shows where the ghosts are just ghosts and they're like non-corporeal, and I'm like not so sure how that's like threatening. Are these ghosts able to like physic like drop a um, chandelier on your head or something? Maybe the hidden ghosts don't seem to do anything. They seem to just kind of hang out like in the in the background like they're they're i feel like they're watchers too like they're watching what we're watching so we're kind of on the same team they're just kind of chilling in the background watching the drama unfold um and it's sinister because some of the scenes are really intimate between two characters and then you know there's like some freaking like plague doctor ghost in the background and he's just like they do a lot of moaning from what i've seen i've only seen part of one episode (laughs) with you a lot of moaning Spoiler alert, there is one moaning ghost and oh, she okay. was she was not a hidden ghost. She was very in plain sight and awful. I don't know. They seem to the ones that are not hidden seem to be troublemakers, I guess. So 
but I love it. It's it's good. Mike Flanagan does a great job of telling a story that hits important topics to all of us, like loss or possibly abusive relationships is a theme that's coming up in this one, which kind of hits a hit, you know, hits a little hard. Um, and as well as like, um, people who are suffering from like anxiety or depression or drug abuse, things that we can all kind of relate to. And he does a really great job of it. So I recommend it. Very cool. I don't so much like the suspenseful shows, the suspenseful movies and so forth, because they make me, uh, they make me anxious and I don't, scared. <laughs> I don't, under, I don't understand the, the, like, uh, Ooh, you know, I just like, that's a negative emotion to me. Like, it's the same thing as like, um, we talked the other day about, um, like the TV show, the office, how it's like, Oh, it's yeah. like, it's like cringe humor. And I'm like, well, but cringing is a thing I don't want to do. I don't want to cringe. So why would I like that's a negative emotion. So like it's weird well, it's weird to me that, that yeah. people are like, ooh, like I like being anxious and uh stressed out about this show I'm watching. I'm like why why well why do you want to do that? It doesn't make I any don't sense. Know. For me, like I am definitely a thrill seeker. Um I am a coaster head for all you Kimmy Schmidt fans. A coaster head. You don't remember that? I don't. And Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, her mom is like addicted to roller coasters. Oh, roller coasters! <laughs> coaster wow. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like a coaster, like a. <laughs> yeah, coaster head. I'm the I coast love coasters. Hey guys, <laughs> coaster head here. You lost me. I'm with you now. So I'm a thrill seeker. I enjoy the adrenaline. I enjoy the mystery, um, the thrill. That's what I'm there for. I don't like anything that's pointlessly sad um, or doesn't have a triumphant end. Sure. I don't like that. I like to see whoever it is that's going to survive, survive this ordeal and come out a stronger person. Sure. There so. needs to be some sort of a thematic progression. And I love ghosts. Fair like, enough. I only care about haunted houses. I don't care about tortury spooky things i'm not into that i'm into spooky witches ghosts vampires werewolves it's always baby. it's always houses that are haunted though you know well, you ever seen like a people. like a haunted field maybe there are haunted fields mm -hmm. but it's like we just don't go over there i haven't seen that yet but like there have been movies about haunted people a person that's haunted. wasn't that just a possession no like someone who's being followed by a ghost, being stalked oh. by a ghost. So like it's like, it's like a black. it's like a possession, but it's just outside of you. The yeah. area around me is possessed. Yeah, it's like um, you get your own stalker. Mm. And it's Sounds a ghost. awful. Sounds yeah. absolutely awful. Yeah, it's not as fun as a haunted house, though. Well, while you've been watching a new show, I was trying to think of like what what have I done in the last week, and the answer is uh, like nothing. Haven't really played Recover any video games. <laughs> haven't done really anything. I've been dealing with a, a spree of tension headaches and just not feeling not feeling my best. So I was like, I played a little bit of the new Spelunky the other day, but that's about it. Oh. I've, I've done, I haven't done anything in like a week. I haven't watched any new shows. What did I watch? I watched, uh, I watched some depressing true crime. The, uh, you know, the... 
the Watt family. There's a Netflix thing out about that if you want to just feel confused and angry and depressed. That's a good thing for you to watch. That's it. That's the only thing I've consumed in the last week that's been anything different. I haven't even really played any of the things that I normally play. We don't always do this section of the show. They're like, what have you been up to lately thing? Because for me, more often than not, it's like, what have you been up to? I'm like, well, making YouTube videos and playing (laughs) PUBG occasionally. That's what I do. That's the only thing I do. (laughs) Waiting on a new phone to arrive. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Still that's waiting. about it. Still, Still waiting. Still waiting on that. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move out of this topic here and let's talk about kind of a crazy news story coming from Google. So apparently, so let me let me let me like give some context here because this is actually really interesting. I first saw this is the headline. Google sees potential to earn big bucks by making a change to YouTube. And I was like, what does that mean? So I start looking at this and the the sub headline, what's the name for that? You got your headline, you got your byline. Sure, byline, we're gonna go with that. It's been a long time. Google plans on turning YouTube into a shopping mall. And I was like, well what does that mean? You know, like that's confusing. So I started looking into this. One of the ways that some YouTubers make some money from their content is with affiliate links, right? So in our description, there are links to things like this microphone that I use or my keyboard or, you know, whatever. Like I did a video about the car mount for the Surface Duo and I put an affiliate link in there. You can buy that mount and then that gives me a small kickback, whatever. It's a thing that we have to basically graft onto YouTube. It's something that it's, it's, it's a new arm stapled onto Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. What YouTube is, what this rumor is, what Google is, is flirting with is the idea of building that into YouTube. And my, my, my initial thought was, was negative. I was like, well, I don't really want that. But then I got to think. Wouldn't it be harder for you to make money off of? it would be potentially easier because I would get kickbacks on, like basically the the video maker, like let's say I'm making a video about whatever, the Pixel 5 when it comes out. I would theoretically be able to, in while editing my description on YouTube, say we want to link to the Pixel 5, we want to link to the Pixel 5's wireless charger, and it would just, you know, as long as it's not obtrusive, like maybe it's like right above the description or something, I don't want it like overlaying over the video, that would really suck. But like if it did it in a way that was like not obtrusive and it was more visually pleasing, because right now it's a literally text and then a link in the description that no one that most people don't see. But if this was done in a way that made more sense, I think I'm okay with it. So, you know, look looking at this article here, they basically talk about how YouTube makes a lot of money from the ads on YouTube. They make money off of the premium version, which is like twelve bucks a month, and now they're looking to do this as well. Um, says the whole process uh, is to allow a user to view videos, find items to purchase, tap on a link and make that purchase. They're apparently partnered with Shopify to do like a test. So they're, they're testing this out in certain markets here shortly, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tested with limited number of videos. Content creators will be able to decide which products will be listed on sale for their videos. While Google has preferred to sell ads over the product, it has seen others increase their revenues by successfully com- becoming e-commerce leaders. So, you know, in my mind, again, you know, again, at first I was like, well, there's more advertising. 
But how often are we on YouTube watching a review of a product because we want to buy it? We watch the review and we think, yeah, I can, I totally want to buy this. And then we leave YouTube, go to Amazon or wherever, and then we buy the product. Mm -hmm. If the link is just right there, how much easier will it be for me to watch a review from Mr. Mobile and then buy that phone and now he gets even more credit, even more money back from the review that he just made? I mean, as long as they're not taking away the ability for content creators to make money, then I don't really care either way. <laughs> It'd be cool to be able to support other YouTubers and have people support us as well. Just yeah. as long as no changes are, changes are made to that. Because uh, my, people got to make money. So Right. My biggest concern is just with how it's going to be executed. Because what I don't want is you know, more things obstructing the video, you know, more big mm -hmm. overlaid over top of the video things because that yeah, gets so really nothing, Like nothing, like let's say it's this frame right here and you want to buy this stupid sign that says whatever with a monkey on it. And it doesn't have like a little thing right there that says click here for this link, you know? Yeah. That as, would be annoying. As long as it's done in a way that makes sense, I think it'll yeah. be, be positive. I wonder how other people, I think that, because my instinct, as someone who makes YouTube videos, my instinct was initially negative. And I was like, I don't want YouTube to be a shopping mall. But yeah. then I stopped and I thought about it. And I was like, well, I'm pretty... It is, though. I'm, everybody puts affiliate links in their description yeah. to try and make extra money off YouTube. Yeah. We're all... A lot of us are all trying to push something on social media. So, I mean, it essentially already is a shopping mall. <laughs> I guess the question... Like... Is, you're basically just replacing Amazon with something else mm -hmm. and yeah. if, it, if it looks better it may translate to more sales which will translate to more money in the pockets of the content creators so i see this as a way to you know take something that most people already do and then make it into something that might make them more money by doing it maybe you put it in like the the end of the video like at the end credits or the way it sounds put it down below i mean it says uh do, 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 do uh it says last year google started the aforementioned shopify integration on youtube creators to list up to 12 items for sale in a carousel below their videos i don't know anything about that there's no option of my stuff to do that maybe that's a limited thing as well but if it is a carousel below your video what is that a carousel it would just be like you know, like a like a like a bunch of like you know, you could hit like a button and it would scroll through them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that could potentially be pretty interesting. I think it's I think it's pretty um a pretty interesting concept. I'm kind of actually now surprised that we've not seen this already. Like it seems like obvious now. Well, um, I mean. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. We've pretty much already got affiliate links. So, I mean, just throw those in there. That's fine, too. Like I said, as long as it doesn't affect anyone's ability to make money, then whatever, you know? <laughs> right, right. So, over the last um, couple of weeks, we've been kind of, you know, moving closer and closer to the launches of the next-gen consoles, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Series S. And one of the things that's been talked about quite a bit with these consoles has been backwards compatibility. It's something that's been, you know, pretty 
like it always surprises me every time there's a new console launch because everybody talks about backwards compatibility everyone's like you know they, they panned the ps4 because you couldn't play ps3 games on it to me i was always like who cares you're buying a a, a four or five hundred dollar console and you want to play old games on it for the system yeah. you already have like i never understood that well Sony's got their list out now of, of because they, the PS5 will be backwards compatible with the PS4. That's it. And we have the list of the games that are only going to work on PS4. So essentially games that are not backwards compatible. And so for the PS4, it's like 10 games and they're all games that I don't think anybody really cares about. You ever heard of, yeah, I... you ever heard of Joe's Diner? No. <laughs> well, guys, I got bad news for you. On your PS5, you're not going to be able to play Joe's Diner. Yeah, when I was looking at the list, I was just like, what is this? Like, I've not heard of most of these. So that, that so basically, you're going to be able to play any PS4 game you want on your PS5. And likewise, Xbox Series X, you're going to be able to play everything all the way back to Xbox. I think back to the original Xbox, if I'm not mistaken, which is, like, incredible. Here's the thing, though. And I need to confirm if this is the case on the PS5 or not. I, I, I hope that it is, but I don't think it is to the extent that they're doing it on Xbox. On the new Xbox consoles, they're not just doing normal backwards compatibility. It isn't just like in years gone by, like the PS3 that could be they could play PS2 games. There was literally a PS2 chip inside the, that PS3, which is why it could play. It wasn't emulating. It was literally just playing the game because it was a PS2 inside there. So you didn't get any performance boosts, right? So you just got, you know, the same thing. So with the new Xboxes, what they're doing is actually really, really interesting. You are going to, let's say you, you load up your Xbox Series X and you load up, I don't know, just pick a, a last-gen game pick like like doom eternal or something like that okay so it's gonna load faster than it did on your old xbox probably considerably faster they are adding with there's an there's an ai based hdr that's being applied to these games so you're gonna have much improved dynamic range so the visuals will actually look a little bit better in terms of dynamic range which can go quite a long ways you're going to have better performance. So if a game was like, you know, targeting 30 FPS, but struggled to get there, well, it's going to get there now. And if it was dynamic resolution, so like sometimes it was, you know, 4K, and then you got to heavier situations, it would drop down to 1440p and then jump back up to 4K dynamically. With the Series X, you're probably going to get locked 4K. So you're not just going to get to play these older games. You're going to get to play them with better performance than you got to play them on your old Xbox. Maybe that's what everyone's secretly been wanting this whole time. But that's never what it's been, though. <laughs> like, it's always been exactly the same or, like, worse somehow. Yeah. But, but this I don't time, know. like, I'm, I'm seeing stuff about this and I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, people are going to actually want to load up their, their old games to see how yeah. they look and perform on to this see new what console. Happens. Yeah, I'm curious myself. It's actually really, like, like I said, I've never cared about playing these older games. You know, like, it never made any sense to me. Like, I'm here to play the new games. Like, if I've already got a PS4, I don't, I'm not going to play PS4 games on my PS5. 
But if I could, it's like when I had the PS3 and The Last of Us came out and then they made The Last of Us remastered and it's like, oh, it's prettier. I bought it again and I played it there again, you know, because I wanted to see it with a higher frame rate and with better visuals. Well, you're going to get, not to that degree, because you're not going to get up-res textures, but you're going to get higher resolution, potentially, and you're going to get HDR, and you're going to get a better frame rate. So... Man, that's, like, really cool. I actually see that now as kind of a selling feature of this thing, mm -hmm. where where I, I, really, I really didn't before. Yeah. Well, I mean... Here's the thing. I'm never going to get mad at anyone for saying that they want backwards compatibility on a console because we spend a lot of money on games. And although I know that they haven't changed, they've been $60 for the most part for most games for a very long time. That is still a lot of money for a lot of people. So I'm not yeah. going to be mad when people say that they want that because there are people that do play their games. It's not everybody, but it's it's a lot of people. And sometimes it's just, you know, for the novelty of it, you know, yeah. it's not necessarily something that we all use. But I say just if, if there's a way to do it, just throw it in there because people do ask for it. So, yeah, they're it, spending a lot of money on your console. Let's try and do things that they want from it, you know. And it's been something that I think has been a really big positive, like on the PR side, excuse me, for Microsoft, okay. because they started pushing this before Sony did. So it got to make Microsoft look like, hey, we heard you guys, we heard what you want, and we're going to give it to you. Whereas Sony's like, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to work on that too, I guess. So I just I pulled it up on PlayStation Blog, and on the PS5, they're saying you'll see. So this is... Hey, Rutherford, <laughs> knock it off. Dog's back there <laughs> licking himself inappropriately. So it says, select PS4 titles will see increased loading speeds on the PS5 console and will also leverage Game Boost, offering improved or more stable frame rates. Some titles with unlocked frame rates or dynamic resolution up to 4K may see higher fidelity. So there you go. So the Xbox Series X is giving you HDR. On top of that, that they're applying to everything, even games that weren't designed with HDR in mind, they're like, mm -hmm. the hell with it. Let's put HDR in there anyways. Let's try it. So that's actually quite interesting. So, and, and, you know, games that you got on PlayStation Plus, that's in your library. Go right They're ahead. They're going to carry over. That's, yeah, that's Download amazing. it on your PS5. Um, I've got a lot of really good PS4 games that I'd love to see on a new system. Uh, PSVR, good to go. No problem at all. Um, uh, as far as, like, game saves and so forth, they're saying if you've stored your PS4 save data on a USB device, you can plug it in. If you're a PS Plus member and it's in the cloud, you can sync your saves so you can pick up and carry right on. Pretty, pretty cool. I'm actually, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I guess I hadn't really considered that they were going to be improved on the new consoles because in the past yeah. it was always just the same thing. You're just getting the same game but on a new, on a new system. Let's see, is there anything else Gosh, here? Gosh, man, I feel like they're finally like competing again. Like, it's been a long time, I feel like, since we've had such a down-and-dirty competition between the two, uh, you know, main consoles. And I, I feel like they're both competing again. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely a really interesting um, back-and-forth right now because the two consoles are incredibly similar from a hardware perspective. They're both running basically the same hardware like you're you're running a zen 2 
you know, uh, Ryzen processor. It's, you know, it, it, they're almost identical. They're customized a little bit on both sides, but they're pretty much the same. Um, the Xbox Series X is a little bit boosted, whereas, but I mean, they're close enough that you're not like, it's like, look through the console generations and, you know, go back through and look at the games that are on them. How often can you tell somebody which one was more powerful? Because they all wind up looking about the same. Like the PS3 was technically more powerful, but third-party multi-platform games almost always ran worse because it, it was harder to code for. In this instance, they're going for slightly different strategies where the Xbox Series X is slightly more powerful, I believe, on the GPU side of things. The PS5 has a they both have a really fast SSD, but the PS5's SSD is like obscenely fast. It's five and a half gigabytes a second, whereas the Xbox's is like 2.4 gigabytes a second. Like, again, don't get me wrong, that's crazy fast. Like they're showing their smart resume feature or quick resume, smart resume. I don't remember. Basically where you can be playing Doom, go home, play another game and want to go back to Doom and load it back up and 15 seconds later you're in from one game to in the middle of that game again which is oh yeah which is awesome that's super fast but with the PS5 you know they're you know what are they going to do with this crazy fast solid state drive i mean it's i'm i'm more curious about that than anything cuz it's like you know you're 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 using it for what like streaming textures in so like like no load screens i guess i mean that's cool but like i almost feel like five and a half gigs a second that is so like mind-bogglingly fast and i'm like there's got to be something else you can do with it there's got to be and that will translate onto the pc space because those crazy fast m.2 drives will be available on your computer you know you have to have a new board to do it but it will become a thing so then game developers can develop, you know, their software to take advantage of these really fast read and write speeds. And that will be something you'll be able to use on your PC as well. So in this instance, you know, the consoles are actually going to be pushing what PCs are doing, which is which is quite strange. I mean, granted, it's really awesome. Granted, we, you know, we, we've we just got our Ryzen our new our new Ryzen chips announced and they're insane that you know for the first time any of these Ryzen chips are being priced actually slightly uh, uh, more expensive than the Intel offerings because the performance is better they're actually saying okay now not only are we better than you we're going to charge people 20 bucks more because we're better than you and it's worth it and people have bought in now so they've been leaped to so the new consoles have been leapfrogged in that sense that, you know, you're, you are going to get the now, now what is the last gen of the Ryzen stuff, but you still couldn't build a computer that would perform like these consoles could for the price of these consoles. Which is really awesome too, because I feel like it's been a while since you could, you know, have a console that was more powerful than a PC for, for the dollar. I mean, it, it you know, yeah. it, it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of nutty to think about, you know, if you were just going to try and spec out a PC to match like the PS5, you're going to spend nine hundred or a thousand dollars, easily. I mean, the the, yeah. sol the solid state drive itself, just the M.2 drive to match the speeds, a terabyte is two hundred and forty dollars. Just the drive. You know, that's half the console. 
That's you buy just insane. So you you you've bought you buy the 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 M.2 drive and the processor and you've probably hit the price of the console. You've got you've got no RAM, you've got no case, you've got no power supply, you've got no motherboard, you've got nothing. You have a a, a CPU and an M.2 drive. You have two little things that can oh. fit in your hands and that's all you have. You've got nothing. It's it's crazy. It's, I mean, yeah. for the first time in a long time, if somebody was like, hey, should I buy the new console or should I build a computer? I'm like, well, as long as... I would as, go for a console for the price as, right now. As long as cross-play gets more, like, you know, Apex Legends, cross-play is a thing now. You can play PC and PlayStation, whatever. As long as that becomes more and more, you know, proliferated, um, yeah, it's hard to... It's, it's really hard to not say, just buy the PlayStation or buy... Mm-hmm the xbox whatever did you see did you see the numbers on the the, how the pre-orders break down the percentages of like who's buying xbox versus the playstation no are they equal they are not equal they are not even (laughs) not even remotely close dang (laughs) so obviously the playstation is winning the momentum from the playstation playstation 4's momentum is carrying over i mean playstation 4 was dominant so what percentage of pre-orders that have been documented and granted okay you know there's a lot of things at play here you know people people selling out availability you know xbox has you know they both have two SKUs, but on the playstation side the digital only SKU seem to be really scarce but at any rate what percentage of of pre-orders do you think knowing playstation 5 had have had the majority what percentage do you think of the pre-orders were PlayStation systems? Well, now that I know it's higher, I'm going to say 86. Is 80%. 80% of the new pre-orders <laughs> wow, were PlayStation Wow, <laughs> So here's something that's really funny, and I don't know if I can find it or not. Let's see if I can find this really quick. Um, I wonder how many people bought a or attempted to buy an xbox series x and actually did buy the xbox one x because there was a tweet that kind of went viral and I, I don't i don't know if it's if it was real or not i don't think i can find it it was really really funny though and basically what it was it was somebody <clears throat> taking a picture of like a box was opened up and it had an Xbox One X in it and it was like shout out to Amazon for shipping my Series X early or whatever. And it's like, bro, you bought the last console. That's not the Series X. That's the One X. So I would love to know what the numbers on the Xbox One X were on launch day of the Series X. How many people scrambled over to Amazon and bought the wrong system? It, that, see, that's a mess and that needs to be addressed. They need to do you, a better job next time. I can't tell you how many times I've made videos talking about these systems, and I've had to I've had to correct myself and been like, "Oh, the Xbox One X or Xbox One S," and I'm like, "Nope, that's not the right. It's the Xbox not Series X and the Series mm-hmm. S." It, it reminds me of of the whole Wii U thing. You know, the Wii U is not an add-on for your Wii. Much to the surprise of of all the parents, you know, like holiday season, mm-hmm. like they're gonna have to get into Walmart and Target oh. and places, and just have them just pull them from sale, because they're gonna be poor. Parents are not gonna know. Not gonna and have a clue. And 
I need a, the Xbox with the X, the X, Xbox. And they're like, the new the, one, the one X or the series X. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope they say that. <laughs> Flip a coin. There's no way to know. It's going to be a disaster. Oh. It's going Kids to be a disaster. There, please just please be patient this Hold year. Hold on to those receipts. Please be patient. Yes. Do that for sure. How, how complicated is this? PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. <laughs> yeah, they could have done, they could have done um, Xbox 2 Series X. <laughs> <laughs> or, hear me know. out, hear me out. Xbox, Xbox 2 would have been the 360. Xbox 3 would have been the one series. Because who the fuck thought, okay, it's our third Xbox. I know, we'll call it the Xbox One. What? Yeah. What? It's and like then, they were like, they were going to start over, but then they didn't start over. And they should have just started over. What? What is 360? Like, that doesn't even make sense. From it's any... full circle. From any standpoint, okay, for those watching this on YouTube, I'm going to demonstrate for you a 360. Okay, I'm facing this way. I'm going to do a 360. And I'm facing the same, the same direction again. <laughs> nothing has changed. The 360 indicates that nothing has changed. It's a stupid <laughs> name. I, I, like, what, what would you call it? Like, 180? Well, now we're going the other way? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Xbox 90. We've taken it. We've gone. We're going over here now. Let's do Xbox algebra or hypotenuse or geometry. I, I don't want to do math when I play games. All right. It should have just been Xbox Please. two. Then the Xbox one would be the Xbox three. And then you would have had Xbox. You could have just done Xbox three S three X. Simple. We do this yeah. with phones all the time. Xbox Four, or if you wanted to change this thing and go to the series thing, you could go to the series thing and nobody yeah. would be confused. It's a stupid name. Do you remember when we used to have like articles, uh, like before the PS4 was announced, and they would be like, Ooh, is the PlayStation gonna have a new name on it? Well, there were, were rumors, like, no, there were rumors <laughs> no, that the, the PlayStation the 4, yeah, there were there were rumors that the PlayStation 4 was going to get rebooted and just be called PlayStation. I'm so I, glad they didn't do that. I would have been okay with that just simply because, like, okay, yeah, just count. It's fine. I mean, it would That's have been your nostalgic. Safe yeah, like, it could have just been sleek. Like, this, this is just the PlayStation. That's it. PlayStation. But PlayStation. But then you get to the question of, well, then what's the next one? Is it PlayStation 2? Are we just going to do that PlayStation again? PlayStation 2. Because the PlayStation Point. 2 is one yeah i mean what do you do then so then did two you go, rebooted then do you go back boogaloo. <laughs> playstation 2 <laughs> electric boogaloo do you then go back and then do playstation 4 after that one like what do you do there so it was smart no. to just keep it just keep counting i bet you money the next one's gonna be playstation 6 there's no reason I hope not they to keep doing it i hope they do that because you know uh in the year 2050 when we're fucking old and shit i don't know how old we'll be but we'll be old and you know we've got our uh, PlayStation Nine family. It, no, it'll be like yeah, the PS Nine or Ten, and we'll be like, oh, I, rem I was there for for one. For and the kids it, are gonna be like, You're I remember. Old as fuck. I remember when it was just PlayStation. I rem 
remember when the analog sticks didn't really do anything. When there was a button to turn them off. And it never worked. <laughs> it was just there for looks. Why don't we call... Why wasn't it like, um... Like in people, like if I like if we had a son and I named him Shane, I wouldn't call him Shane too. He'd be Shane Junior, right? <laughs> so what about like PlayStation Junior? PlayStation Junior, and then and then it becomes PlayStation Senior. Okay, I don't know, I don't know. And then you got PlayStation the third. Well, yeah, it's just be the third, the fourth. The I'm fifth. just adding the PlayStation the five, PlayStation the fifth. I almost said PlayStation the five. Stupid. <laughs> PlayStation the fifth. I, I like it. I spit that out. <laughs> I like that naming convention. What about Nin Nintendo's always been bad about that stuff though? Like they did they did they've never followed any kind of convention, right? So there was there was the They just make shit up and they're like, whatever. You got the Nintendo Entertainment System, which fine, NES. Then you got the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So maybe it should have been Super PlayStation. Right? That would have been cool. <laughs> so then you got Super. SNES. And if you read SNES as SNES and you say you say SNES in person to me, I'm going to punch you in the throat. I hate that. I yeah, hate it's that. Kind of Just say SNES. It's, it's an SNES. Or it's a Super Nintendo. Don't call it a SNES. Yeah. That's just infuriating to me. <laughs> SNES sounds like something you buy at a gas it's station. Not. It's gross. Then you got the N64, which was just Nintendo 64, because it was a 64-bit processor, and that was when that was important. When, like, how many bits is the PlayStation 5? It's a PlayStation 1 billion. Who, who knows? Are you even measuring bits anymore? Like, that's not even a thing. Then you got the GameCube, which is just... Which is perfect. What is it? Well, it's a, it's a cube you game with. It's a game. Well, it's, it's like a the Xbox, cube. but it's, it's like the game yeah. box. Yeah. The then Game you got, Cube. I remember when the Wii was announced, it was going to be called the Wii, and everybody was like, what? what? The, yeah. the the Wii? Like what you do Wasn't like when... its code name even better? The Nintendo. Its code name was cool. The Revolution. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, the Revolution was really cool, but then they went with Wii, and everybody was like, <laughs> okay. And they were like, oh, it's like Wii, like we play together, you know, like us. And And you know what? They were right. Because everyone thought Google sounded stupid, and now we Google things. You know, like, mm -hmm. if you went back 50 years and you were like, hey, could you Google this for me? They, they would be they, like, what? Sir, are you are you indicating you would like for me to perform some kind of sex act? <laughs> I don't no. want to go to prison. I don't want to ask you to Google. You're going to Google it. it I just the, met her. The, <laughs> the dumber sounding the name, the more it just it stands out eventually. Then, yeah. But then, then they screwed up. Because then they went Wii U. And that confused everybody. Nobody knew what that was. People are easily confused. And on the other side, you know, they were pretty smart about things. Like, they, they stuck with, you know, the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP could fold, you know, and all these things. But then and they got stupid, too, and they were like, the 3DS. The DS. The, the, yeah. All that stuff went crazy. Because you got yeah. you had the DS, then the DS Lite, which is the greatest handheld ever made. Then I think you got the, was the DSi next, which still played DS games, but they added cameras to it. And it was a little bit more powerful, but it still played the same games. Then you got the 3DS, the 3DS XL, the 2DS, 
which couldn't fold, the 2DS XL, which could fold. These all played the same games. Then you got which the... defeats the purpose of a 2DS. Right. I mean, it was a, it didn't have the the 3D screen. The screen couldn't do the the um. There's a word for it where it could like glassesless 3D, stereoscopic like 3D, yeah. kind of. So the 2DS couldn't do that, but then the the 2DS XL could could was clamshelled again, which yeah, the 2DS was cheap, so that was kind of the point. So then the other one wasn't as cheaper. Then they did the new 3DS and the new 3DS XL, which added a little nub, but it still played the same games. And if you wanted to play the games that used the nub on your old 3DS, you could drop your 3DS into this dock that would give it another little joystick. Let me see if I can find this thing, because it was a weird-looking thing that nobody ever talks about anymore. The Circle Pad Pro. It was this thing right here, which, Jesse, you can't see, but it's you drop it in there, and you got your little joystick on the other side. Stupid, stupid design. All things should just have dual analog now. We all know this. So Nintendo went totally off the rails there at the end. And I'm, I'm, but you know, it's okay, because they created the Switch and just... And then they made a Switch that doesn't switch. It's just a handheld. But it... That's the switch part. What is? You, you making the that noise? The Joy-Cons, the thing that they do. The <laughs> but Joy-Cons, yeah. and they click they on that, that's what they switch. They don't do that on the on the Switch Lite. They don't come no, off. On the regular Switch, they do, though. I know, that's what I'm saying. Then they made a Switch that doesn't switch. Oh, okay, they made a switch, and then they made a switch that doesn't switch. Yeah, it's yeah. a switch that isn't a switch. It doesn't switch between handheld and TV mode. It's just a handheld, so it's not yeah, really a switch. Yeah, kind of dumb. Very strange. Naming conventions are very weird. Very strange. Well, Only guys, in Nintendo's world and Xbox. And Sony Xbox. Sony knows what they're doing. Sony's the only one. Sony's what about the just... Dreamcast and the, the Dreamcast and the game shark or whatever the fuck that was i don't know <laughs> game shark was a cheating thing so you had that was totally know. not a console so sega <laughs> <Whatever>. had <laughs> sega had the genesis and it had a bunch of add-ons for the genesis the 32x and all these things they had the game gear which was a handheld then they then they had the nomad which was a handheld they had That's the sega the Nomad was awesome. You could play Genesis games <laughs> on the go, and it was called the Nomad because you could roam around. That makes it was sense, genius. Actually. You could yeah. literally take your Genesis cartridge mm -hmm. and plug it into the back of this handheld and play straight up Genesis games. Incredible. You needed eighteen AA batteries to do it, or something. It was like it was like <laughs> it was like six or eight AA batteries, and it would go dead six in like thirty eight. minutes. It was ridiculous. <laughs> So you just, honestly, you wound up just sitting next to an outlet and plug it into, into the wall, which was then like, just play your Genesis. Just, like, why are you doing that? It's a well, stationary Nomad. Your, yeah, your parents could use the TV and you could use that. So. Yeah, I played a lot yeah. of Nomad. Then they had the Saturn, then the Dreamcast, yeah. and then they were dead. That yeah, was it. there was a lot of different names there. But none of them were confusing. You understood that it was the next console. It was easy. Like, no one was going to, like, oh, Mom, I want the Dreamcast for Christmas, and then they went and brought home the Saturn. Like, that's not even oh, close. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. But, like, if you went in and, you know, we're going to get uh, the Wii, the Nintendo, the Wii thing, and then you buy a Wii, and they wanted the Wii U, which both yeah. of these hypothetical children, very few of them existed because nobody was asking for either of those things. <laughs> very few, anyway, so whatever. Not really been a big problem, but mark it down. There will be a lot of people buying the wrong Xbox for Christmas. 100%. It's going to happen a lot. 
so guys i think that brings us to the end of this episode as always you can head over to scaryfloatrill.com for links to the youtube twitter uh, facebook page instagram you can find us on all those and interact with us on all those things i want to remind you again to go give us a rating or a like on this video or a rating on itunes that does help us out quite a bit and if you do leave a review i will read the review on the next episode of the podcast so i think that's about it yeah so thank you for joining me tonight jesse my name is shane this is podcast revived and until next time stay nerdy my friends